Uh -huh. There we go. I knew I was gonna lose some of y'all with this. Y'all don't know what this. Just wait till the beat drop. We are back. We are back with episode two. This how Silk is singing. I am not in a rush. I'm not in a rush at all. A lot of times we try to rush things. We try to force divine time. We just got to let things happen when they're supposed to happen. So, that being said, let's get it in. What's going on, y'all? My name is Chef Beans coming through with the Intentional Consumption Podcast Episode 2. And I'm extremely excited because... I had to really motivate myself to get into it last week. I mean, I've set goals and I've been wanting to create a podcast for so long. So many people told me, hey, you got to start one. Why haven't you started one yet? All these different things. But I'm excited that I finally pushed the button and I uploaded my first episode. It was officially uploaded earlier today. I didn't even make a super big public announcement because I'm going to make it on September 1st. By the time most of y'all hear this podcast, being that a lot of people aren't live yet, y'all understand the significance of September 1st. And September 1st is the very first day, five years ago, no, four years ago in 2019, that I launched www.chefbeans.com, where a lot of people can buy the amazing Be Intentional merchandise and find out a little more about Chef Beans. So that's coming up in a couple of days. So, yes, that's also when I'll make the announcement that the podcast is live as well. And I'm going to just keep figuring it out as the days go by. A lot of times people wait for things to be perfect for them to push the button. But as we all know, Chef Beans is not one who's afraid to push the button. He's always going to do whatever makes sense to him, not to speak in third person. But I am who I proclaim myself to be. I'm always going to push the button. I'm always going to be radical in the things that I do. I've been kind I've been kind of trying to keep the podcast episodes within like a half hour mark and I'm sure as the episodes continue I might extend them a little more it's going to be weekly episodes so if you haven't already go to the podcast app in your phone whether you're on Spotify whether you're on Apple Podcasts just type in intentional consumption by chef beans I'm not sure if the episode or the podcast will pop up first because a lot of people, what I what I saw when I typed it in, a lot of people have interviewed me before and titled their podcast episode Intentional Consumption. So a lot of the previous episodes that I've done might pop up first, but keep searching and you'll be able to find Intentional Consumption Podcast with Chef Beans on your podcast listening devices or listening applications Whatever it is, whatever it may be, just know that this is the beginning of a beautiful thing and I'm going to continue to progress in increments because that's exactly what you're supposed to do in life. Um, I'm going to be switching from Instagram Live to YouTube Live. I don't know how often I'm going to switch back and forth, but YouTube just has a higher probability of giving you monetization options. So, got to go where the money is and just kind of build from there, but just know we rocking. Um, I'm extremely excited for episode two. Uh, I've had a very roller coaster type of week. I've received some great news. Um, a job that I was interviewing for remotely 
finally came through. They sent in that offer. I renegotiated. They accepted my renegotiation offer. All these different things. So again, I'm just extremely excited to know my value, know my worth, know that it's okay to though operate in a very creative space. You can still have some type of capital, whether it's a job or something to help you fuel your creativity. And that's part of the, that's like the main topic that we're going to talk about today titled Make It Make Sense. And the reason why I wanted to title today's episode Make It Make Sense is because a lot of times we beat ourselves up when there are resources out there. There are different things. There are people out there who say, no, I only want to make a living off of my music or I only want to make a living off of dancing or I only want to make a, uh, a living off of writing and not saying that option is a bad option, but there are alternative options to kind of help you figure out whatever steps you need to take to get to your goals and aspirations. But personally, I've done it one way as far as just solely being an independent artist, independent creative Thanks to a mentor, I'm finding an alternate option as far as utilizing a job to help fuel and fund my creativity because the more and more you grow, the more and more things get expensive. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. I've already spent thousands of dollars on things and I'm not going to say I'm not getting a return on my investment or I haven't gotten a return on my investment, but things get pricey. So I'm going to say that again, whatever it is that you're going through, Ask yourself, is it making sense? Because often we have to make it make sense. So we'll dive in a little deeper into that. Um, but like I was saying, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty blessed. Um, this past week, I've consumed a couple different things. Uh, on Netflix, there's this movie that I saw that had to do with this woman and her husband. And he was an abuser. It was just a lot going on. Then I wanted to just go to Tubi because if y'all haven't tapped into Tubi yet, Tubi has some gems on there. And I find myself very entertained off of the off the different independent films on Tubi. However, it's a commonality that came up for me as I was watching a lot of these different movies, whether it was on Netflix or Tubi. And that thing is, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there's this perpetuation of broken homes that's going on in a lot of content and a lot of storytelling and a lot of movies or it's 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 this this message that continuously finds entertainment in broken homes and i i don't know it's just it's just a commonality that i keep seeing popping up y'all let me know what y'all think but i haven't seen a movie in a while that kind of ended on that that dealt solely with, and, and mind you, more specifically, a lot of these black homes. I've probably watched five movies over the past week or so, five five to six movies. Most of them had to do with like the black homes or whatever, whether they were in Africa, whether they were in America. But it's this perpetuation of broken homes that I'm seeing a commonality in within the entertainment world. And I just think it's very... It's very interesting. I would like to see more movies that deals with a more healthier approach when it comes to black love. But most of the movies that is being pumped out right now, it just feels like it's a perpetuation of the different ins and outs of what a broken home could look like. Interesting. Just, just, just very interesting. It's something that I picked up on. Um, I also, like I said before, I've been watching this anime show called One Piece. It still has me by 
the chicken wing. I don't I don't know why I'm so late to the party, but again, a lot of my brothers, cousins, some peers who I didn't know who was even into anime, they're heavy One Piece fans. So again, it got I, I I've drank the juice, and I'm probably on season three now. But um, I eventually catch up because apparently it's like a thousand freaking episodes. But we'll see. So I told you guys a little bit how I'm feeling. Now I want to get into the segment called Would You Rather? And last week, the Would You Rather was, <laughs> would you rather be on the island by yourself with no technology, having to eat the same thing every day, but you had 20 million waiting for you, or be in a room, a complete dark room with no technology for one month, and you had 10 million waiting for you. And most people chose the island as far as the option that they would choose, even me, I would choose the island, but there were a lot of people who also would have opted to take the dark room for one month to have the 10 million waiting for them. But personally, I can't even sit in the dark room for 24 hours, 48 hours, let alone a month. I would probably go crazy. Literally, I would probably go crazy, but hey, to each his own. But the would you rather that I have for today is, would you rather have dinner with your celebrity crush or whoever you have a crush on, whether they're dead or alive, would you rather have dinner with them for no money or would you rather box a kangaroo for five minutes with five million waiting for you? I'm going to say that again. Would you rather have... <laughs> I'm going to say that again. Would you rather have dinner with your celebrity crush for... <laughs> For nothing, just you having dinner with your celebrity crush or whoever, dead or alive. Or would you rather box a kangaroo for five minutes and have five million winning for you? Let me know what y'all think. As y'all thinking about that, I think personally, if I had to choose between dinner with my celebrity crush or five million... I'm going to go with the box and a kangaroo. I'm going to be honest because five minutes... I can, whether I'm really trying to engage in combat or I'm running from that kangaroo, I'm going to last that five minutes. That kangaroo is not going to, not going to kill me. Like, there's no way I'm going to let a kangaroo get the best of me. So I'm take, I'm putting them gloves on and I'm getting that five mil. Easy. Easy. I mean, people talk about celebrity crushes all the time. Oh, I would love that. I, I would take the celebrity crush over freaking getting $100,000 or I would rather have dinner with Jay-Z than get $500,000. All these different things. I'm telling you every time, I, I do not care. I do not care with having dinner with celebrity crushes or whatever like that because you don't even know how they are personally. People have this idea in their mind that as soon as they have dinner with their celebrity crush or have a meal with their mentor, this person they've created as a mentor who probably have standards worthy of emulation to them that they think just having a meal with them would just ultimately change their or impact their lives. Like they'll be bestowed with so much information that after they walk away from that table, that their lives is just going to hit a complete 180. But you don't know. That's chance. And if I'm if I'm a numbers guy, if I'm going to just kind of balance out probability, I have a higher chance of surviving five minutes with a kangaroo and getting that five mil than having dinner with this imaginative crush that people create in what? Do you just eat food and have conversation? Nope. 
Nope. That exactly. That kangaroo is gonna have to see me every time. Every time. Why kangaroo? Yeah, right. You bumped your mata. Bumped your freaking mata. So yeah, I'm curious. Just put keep putting in the comments what y'all would rather do. Some people would take that take that dinner with their celebrity crush because again, their room is probably decorated in posters and they just have it in their mind that their lives is just going to be changed. And I'm not judging. I'm not telling you what to pick, what not to pick. I'm just telling you what I, what I would pick. And that kangaroo will have to see me. Real talk. So that was the would you rather of the week. I'm going to post it on my story again because the comments have been hilarious. And if you have a would you rather that you want to share or you want me to ask to the people, don't hesitate to DM it to me, email it to me or whatever that may be, so we can get the feedback from the people. Now, I have a confession. No, I'm not Usher, but yes, I have a confession. So, a couple days ago, I wrote myself a check. I'm not going to, I'm trying not to show the address on it, but as you can see, I wrote myself a check. And I wrote myself a check for hundred thousand dollars and it says for it says a grant for services rendered for chef beans productions now i wrote myself a check because i know the capital is in route that's necessary for me to fund and fuel the ideas that i have that's going to positively impact the world i'm gonna say that again i know the capital that is necessary for me to continuously grow my brand and my business that's positively impacting the world is en route. It's just another form of manifestation. Now, I'm going to continuously keep looking at it because I know it's en route. A lot of times I feel like people have like loaded wishes or just not necessarily loaded, empty wishes or they just, I wish I can have a car. I wish I can have a house. I wish I can have a tree in my backyard, different things without necessarily attaching the value that it'll also bring to others. Now, I read a book called The Go-Giver, and it talked about the importance of being a value dealer. Being a value dealer, and with being a value dealer, if you want more capital to come your way, you have to find out how you can bring more value to others. And every day, my intention is to always positively impact others. And I'm just grateful. I'm taking things one day at a time, but I'm grateful with knowing that everything will continuously work out the way that it's supposed to. Yes, and I see that someone put it into the chat while I did that last month and I put it on my bulletin board. It's impactful. It's impactful for you to see exactly what's in route. And again, I'm just learning things by the day. I'm a sponge. I'm always taking game however it comes, but again, I'm just all I'm just focused on progression and increments, progression and whatever's gonna help me traject into the stratosphere that I know that I know I'm headed. But I'm gonna circle back to the theme and the topic of today, which is make it make sense. Now, what a lot of people don't know is when I moved to California in 2018, I moved out here with no job without somewhere to stay at. I slept in my car for a little bit, if you want to call it homeless adjacent, call it whatever you want to call it. But the thing that kept me going was this this feeling, this, this, this feeling and this knowing that in order for me to 
take steps into my highest self, I got to be willing to put myself in uncomfortable situation. I got to be willing to push through even when I feel like I have nothing left. And that transition from jumping into the, the food industry where I got my first job out here working in the kitchen, then that turned into being a more independent entrepreneur. And then fast forward, I've been able to get myself into the tech industry due to a mentor slash friend who just helped, who just gave me some game. And at first I really fought the idea of getting into a space that I never necessarily wanted to get into. But again, he just reminded me that regardless to whatever ideas or things that you may have, capital is what makes things shake. Capital is what makes things move. So if you have an option of creating capital or having capital come in to kind of help you back your ideas or back your creativity, you should want to take advantage of that. So again, I'm extremely grateful for that. And a lot of times, like I said, people fight themselves. People people fight themselves in ways that they don't necessarily have to because of this, 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 this image of how they feel as though their life is supposed to be or this direction that they feel like their life is supposed to go. But I say, I say it all the time. Life is like a GPS. Yes, you can make a wrong turn, but the GPS is going to reroute and still make sure that you make it to your destination. Just because you have A, B, and C planned doesn't mean it has to go A, B, and C for you to make it to the finish line. Seriously, there's, you couldn't, there's no way I could have written how my life is in the present and that where it's headed. There's no way that I could have written that. Because again, I'm operating off of emotion. I'm operating off of feeling. I'm interpreting the dreams that come into my body. I'm constantly in flow of the things that are positively impacting me as well as others. I'm, I'm in this, this constant flow. And the things about constants, right? What we got to realize about life, love can be a constant and so can hate. Two things can be true. And I bring up love and hate because though you might operate off of a love frequency and it's constantly flowing into and out of your life, sometimes you also have to be aware of the hate and the jealousy and envy that might ignite in others around you on your path to prosperity, on your path to whatever it is that you're trying to manifest. Isn't that interesting? Isn't it interesting that while you're developing, while you're evolving, it's going to ignite envy in others. But guess what? That has nothing to do with you. Guess what? That is that is not where your focus should be at. You spend a lot of time worrying about how others are going to respond to you, your evolution. Then to me, that's wasted energy. To me, that energy can be allocated, reallocated somewhere else. I'm always in the space of what makes sense to me whenever I'm motivating people. I'm honestly, the intention is to how I can motivate myself as selfish and as crazy as that sounds. I'm always asking myself, what do you need to hear in this moment? Whatever you need to hear in this moment, that's what you need to communicate. That's what you need to express. People say all the time, oh my gosh, how does it, how, why does it sound like you always know exactly what to say? And my response is the same every time. I'm always talking to myself. 
Process that. Download that. I'm always talking to myself. That's my secret sauce. I'm never thinking about a target audience. I'm never thinking about like, uh, I want to speak specifically to this type of person or that type of person. I'm my target audience. We all go through things and I'm, I'm just in a space where I'm either talking to myself or I'm talking to my younger self. That's the secret sauce. I keep them close by. I got a picture of my younger self in my wallet. I always try to keep it in arm's reach because I feel like when we were younger, that's when we were the bravest. That's when our obligation, our intention every day was how can I have so much fun today and by the end of the day, I'm going to be out of breath. I'm going to come home. I'm going to have a, I'm going to eat some food. I'm going to have to get in the shower and whatever, wake up. But I remember that part of my childhood. I remember the part of my childhood where my only goal and option throughout the day was how can I have as much fun as possible? But as we get older, as we become adults, as bills start coming in and then relationships and all these different things, we forget what it feels like to be unapologetically light. Not saying we don't have different responsibilities now that we're older and as we get older, but there should be a piece of your childhood. There should be a piece of your younger self that is inputted inserted into somewhere, whether it's your daily routine, your weekly, your monthly, there should be a part of yourself, your younger self that's input in that because it instills a certain level of lightness. It instills a certain level of flow. And again, I said it earlier, I'm going to say it again. There are different constants that happen throughout life, whether there's a love constant or a hate constant. And if there's some type of balance or a way for them to meet in the middle, love should win every time. When it comes to hate, you can't control how others respond to your light. You can't control how others respond to your evolution. All you should focus on is how you can be the best version of yourself daily and how you can positively impact others. I'm going to say it again. There's this book called The Go-Giver that talks about... If you want more things to come your way, you got to figure out how you can add more value to other people's lives. And you could do it a, a multitude of ways, whether that's motivating them, singing, donating. Just create that currency in your life. And again, it'll just help traject you into a completely new stratosphere. Keep it light. Keep it light. Try not to let things stress you out because again we're at a time in our country or wherever you're listening from in society where there are a bunch of different rules and laws that's happening every day and then there's inflation and things are getting more and more expensive and then you have the housing economy there's all these different things that are happening but are you being intentional with your breathing are you taking time to exhale and give yourself everything that you need to take take steps through this ghetto world because stuff is ghetto we all feeling it you don't if you think you alone you're not we all feeling the ghettoness that that comes with life so keep it light and just be intentional with the people who you keep around you because that also plays a very huge huge part if you guys are just joining i mentioned it earlier i'm gonna mention it again 
The Intentional Consumption Podcast is now live on all streaming platforms, um, specifically the Apple Podcast. I saw on there earlier. If you type in Intentional Consumption Podcast, it should pop up. Um, if you see other episodes, that's because people interviewed me and titled it freaking Intentional Consumption. But if you look for the picture of me with a green bucket hat on, that's the podcast. Make sure you follow, subscribe, all of that, because this is only episode two, and I'm only going to keep getting better and better and better and better and better. Live to 100 on Netflix and just saw the police and blah, blah, blah. Lady, happy, laugh, never get mad. That's the secret of longevity. Yes, laughter is the secret to longevity. Absolutely. I laugh often. And being that you just brought up Netflix, I mentioned it a little bit earlier. Um, there's a lot of different like content and movie, movies out there that I feel like is perpetuating the destruction of black romance. I don't know if I'm the only one who's been... Maybe it's just the movies that I've been watching. Maybe there actually are a bunch of movies that speak to the lightness and the positive perspective that can happen in the black home. I just haven't seen any of those movies lately, whether I'm on Netflix, Hulu, Tuli, Tubi. Most of these most of these narratives have been speaking to more so black homes spiraling. And I would love to see more movies that deal with like I said positively positivity in or when dealing with black love. But again We'll make it make sense, just like the title of this episode, because today was episode two. Um, if you haven't already, visit www.chefbeans.com. I just uploaded some new merch, so if you want that, I got on there for some fairly, you know, reasonable, reasonable prices. And there is more to come on September first, because September first is. The ChefBeans.com anniversary, the four-year anniversary. Oh, my gosh. So much has happened over the past four years. So much has happened over the past five years since I moved out west. But definitely so much has happened over the past four years. And, again, I'm just extremely grateful for perseverance. I'm extremely grateful to have love and support around me. And I'm extremely grateful for... Just having the stomach to endure, yo. Life gets challenging. Life is hard. Life, all these different things happen, but we have to, again, be in this constant flow of adaptability, adaptability or with this new phrase that I'm kind of coining titled, you got to be okay with peeping and pivot or peep and pivot. How often do you peep and pivot? There's power in redirection. That's ultimately the basis of that phrase. So, again, if y'all have any more would you rathers, please don't hesitate to DM them to me. Um, I'll make sure that I share them. If they're cool, if I don't come up with one myself, I'm going to post the one on my story at chef underscore beans with a Z. If you want to get involved or add your own feedback. But again, like I said, this is episode two. Last week, I had the microphone, but it wasn't hooked up. This week, I actually have the microphone hooked up because I'm building brick by brick. This is only episode two. Just wait till episode 100. Just wait till episode 200. And again, y'all here at the beginning stages of it. Just wait till it really pops off. I'm trying to, trying to tell y'all. Now, I've done other podcasts, other things like that. 
people always asking me, yo, can you be a co-host on my podcast? Yo, can you do different things like that? The more and more I said yes to others, I kept putting my own ideas and, and things that I had on the table on pause. But there's power in saying no. A lot of people praise the yeses, but there's also power in saying no. I'm 100% okay with saying no. I say no probably more than I say yes. Exactly. Episode 333. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just wait till we get to episode 33. Just wait till we get to episode 33. But yes, just think about that. There, There's so much power in saying yes, but I find more joys in the no's because no's reflect boundaries. No's reflect having intentional and deliberate focus on the direction that you go. And pe I know people who said who have shared with me that they don't know how to say no. I'm like, I don't I, I don't know how you <laughs> operate throughout life without saying no, because a lot of times when people are asking certain things, Typically, it has their best interests, you know, at, on the forefront, but you have to be okay and comfortable with saying no. And you can say no in different languages. You can say no. I think in Spanish is like nunca or nah or nah, I'm good. You could throw some sauce on it, but again, you got to be willing and okay with saying no. Practice in the mirror if you don't know how to do it live. Practice in the mirror because practice... Practice will get you right. Now, I didn't set up my light. So as you can see, it's getting a little darker. But I'm trying to keep these episodes around. Glad you see that now and no other time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yo. Facts. Yes, I understand now. I understand the power in saying no because, again, no reflects boundaries. No reflects deliberate focus, direction, and you can unapolog unapologetically say no without explanation. You don't always got to explain yourself when you say your no's. I say no without explanation daily. Daily, people ask me stuff all the time. Hey, yo, Beans, can you do this? Hey, yo, Beans, I would love to boom, boom, boom. Hey, yo, Beans, no without explanation. You can say no and put a period at the end of it. Not no, but, no, I would, but. The more and more I've said no, I I started to get lighter. I think the more yeses people say, the heavier they get because they start to take on other people's problems. Not saying you shouldn't be selfless. Not saying you shouldn't be empathetic. But the more yeses you say, it's kind of like you're, you're, you're creating space for other people's problems and you don't always have the capacity for it. You don't always have the capacity for it. Now, there's a difference. I, I've, I've learned this also. There's a difference between capacity and availability. Availability. I don't know what was wrong with my words right now. There's a difference between capacity and availability. You can have the capacity for something, but that doesn't mean you have to be available for it. <laughs> I'm cooking. I am cooking right now. Oh my God. I'm going to say that again. There's a difference between capacity and availability. So though I might have the capacity for certain stuff, that doesn't mean I'm available and willing to, to just bring it into my space and my atmosphere. Heck no. You don't have to just bring on other people's issues. Yo, yo, I, I know I'm cooking right now. It's, yo, y'all in the I know I am cooking. I know I'm cooking. Yo, the sun has went, went down mad fast. I was using the, the natural light. I'm going to have to start 
bringing on a ring light, but it's cool. I'm cooking. Just just think I'm in like a booth or something. Or I got a spotlight on me right now. But yes, I'm going to say that again. Put it on a shirt. Do whatever you want to do with it. There's a difference between capacity and availability. I might have the capacity. Maybe. Maybe. I might not be doing anything in the moment where someone asks me if I could do something. But does that mean I'm always going to be available? Does that mean I'm even interested in that? No. So you know what? I'm going to say no without explanation. Some people might get the explanation. If, if, if I love you enough and we that cool and it's something that I really wish I could do, but I couldn't, you might get that explanation. Keyword might. And that's if I rock with you like that. But if I don't really rock with you like that, you're going to get that no without explanation. And it is what it is. Because if my no's communicate to you that I might be a certain type of person that's not compatible with you. To me, that has more to do with you than to me because my no's are only reflecting my boundaries. And I'm unapologetic with my boundaries. I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all I've lived a life without boundaries. And let me tell you, living a life without boundaries, you'll find yourself five to 10 years later like, yo, what am I doing? Have I literally just been blown in the wind? Have I literally just gone with the flow all these times? Boundaries, having standards, having certain limitations will help you be more, will help you be more deliberate in the direction that you're going. That's what boundaries do to me. Boundaries reflect the direction that I'm going. So if my boundaries trigger you, if my boundaries and you're not compatible with my boundaries for whatever reason, then I'm okay with that. Let me say that loud. I'm okay with a person not being compatible with my boundaries because the older we get, we realize that everybody's not for you. You see it more and more as the days keep going by and it's, and it's okay. I think when we were younger, sometimes we try to be like, I don't know. Some people just always was just not for people. But I feel like I've always been a magnet. I've, I've always attracted people to want to be around me and just like share friendship or whatever, because I'm usually lighthearted and things like that. But you don't want to become a free storage unit. I think being a, a, a very nice, gregarious person, lighthearted, people feel like they can call you whenever they want. People feel like they can just dump and pile on to you. And we talked about what it means to be a strong friend. A strong friend can either mean, mean being a free storage unit or a strong friend can mean having an endless amount of freaking space for, for people, but it's not always reciprocated. Come on now, y'all see, I'm cooking. Ooh, I am cooking in the dark. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all, I didn't hook up the ring light. My face is currently being lit up by the iPad, but it is what it is. But seriously, seriously, people always talk about walking away from certain partnerships or things like that romantically that don't make sense. But what about walking away from some of these friendships? What about walking away from that friend who showed their colors for years, however long as you known them, but you keep putting hit and do not disturb on them because of what? The empathetic person that you've always been, the God-fearing person that you've always been. You keep turning the cheek for friends who freaking haymaker and who keep hitting you with haymakers and just violating, yo. 
I don't know who needs to hear this. I'm just kind of speaking from the heart, but it's very, very interesting. Think about it. When people show their colors, when people do certain things, you got to be okay and open to believing them. Maya Angelou told us this a minute ago. What Maya Angelou say? When someone t tells you or shows you who they are, believe them. We haven't been listening to the game that our ancestors have been trying to communicate to us. Listen to them. Listen to them. Peep and pivot. There's power in redirection. There's power in peeping something. Be like, okay, bet. And then redirection. It's power in that redirection. Let it go. Let it flow. Let it flow. The person who you met a year ago, two years ago, I'm not that same person. I'm always evolving. I'm in this constant flow of evolution where I'm reading more books. I'm learning how to love Love better. I'm, I'm, I'm developing healthier relationship with my parents and my peers and things like that. So pardon me if I don't got time for your drama. Pardon me if I've realized that the more and more assistance or knowledge that you give people, they're going to end up doing whatever they want. And guess what? It is what it is. Personally, I don't like talking to walls. Personally, I don't like always, you know, repeating myself. It's just, it's just, I don't know. Redirection is protection. Say it louder for the people in the back. Say it louder for the people in the back. There's power in redirection. I wish I had cap on lights right now. I'm, I'm, I'm potting right now in the dark, but I am cooking. I'm telling y'all, I'm cooking. I wish I could stretch my arm to just, you know what I mean? But it's, it's, it's something about this, the way the, the, the light is hitting me right now that just got me hyped. Because as y'all can see, I don't give up a, a blank. I don't give a blank. And you shouldn't either. You shouldn't either. Earlier, I told y'all that I wrote myself a check for 100 grand for money, capital that's coming in for the services that I'm going to continuously project onto the world and things like that. Services. That's all because I know that's just a minor fraction of all the other abundance that's coming. I just wanted to try it out. I'm telling y'all, and it's just what's always in arm's reach. Boom. 48 laws of power. What else is in arm's reach? A picture of my younger self. I'm always talking to my younger self because, again, he is fearless. He is fearless. I, 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 love, I love having that conversation with my younger self because, again, it's, it's, it was a time in my life slash our lives where our only objective was how much fun can we have today? How much unapologetic fun can we have today? And how can we do it again tomorrow? How can, how can we outdo the fun that we did today? Tomorrow. And that's, again, like the vibration that I'm on currently in my life. How impactful can I be today? And how can I surpass that the next day? When it comes to motivation or different things like that, um, my target audience is myself. I always communicate and say things that I need to hear in the moment. I'm a simple, simple guy. I might seem complicated or, oh my gosh, somebody said to me uh, yesterday, I just want to just be, I just want to exist in your mind for like an hour. I want to see what's going on in there. No, you don't. You don't want to exist in my mind. It's crazy in there. There's a bunch of different things bouncing around like a freaking pinball machine. But what keeps me grounded is my temperament. 
What keeps me grounded is knowing that the impact that I intentionally align with my actions are making a result on people. And I know that through the messages that I get. I know that through how I see people responding to the things that I'm genuinely putting out. And again, I'm not stopping no time. This this is just a fraction. Yo, think, think about this, right? This is episode two, officially episode two of the Intentional Consumption Podcast with Chef Beans. I'm currently potting in the dark. My face is being lit up by an iPad. There's going to be a time when I'm in this million dollar studio because people pay me to hear my voice, pay me to hear me, hear me break down things. This is not just a manifestation. This is a, a, a knowing. This is me knowing the direction of my life. So again, I'm going to just tell y'all, if nobody else believe in you, believe in yourself. You don't need the people you grew up with, the people you went to college with, your fraternity, your sorority, sisters and brothers or whoever, your coworkers. You don't need them. The world is big. There's a bunch of different people. If you're trying to put a product out, whether that's an event, whether that's a group, whether that's a, a play, a movie, sell merchandise, shirts, there are people out there. If you find your, your audience, they will support you. And trust me, trust me when I say the moon, the, the, the sky is not the limit. We headed to the moon. We, 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 we headed to, to freaking Pluto. I think, well, I don't know if that's still a planet. I heard they like confirmed that that's a moon or something. I don't know. I don't know astrology and the planets and I don't know all that stuff. I promise you. I'm a Gemini, but whatever. That's not the most important thing. What's important, again, it's doing the audit on yourself. It's doing constant self-evaluations and asking yourself what you need in the moment. Asking yourself, how can you take steps at being the best version of yourself? If there are different things tangled in your spirit, identify how you can untangle them. If there are conversations that need to be had, whether that's with family members or friend, I, friends, I advise you to, ha to have them. Because if you feel like it'll make you feel better, then... I think you should do things that make you feel better. Seriously, take like take, take a moment to really download that. Because it circles back to you knowing that you're deserving of whatever it is that you set out to get. It starts with you knowing that you're deserving of it because you put the work in for it. Act like you've been here before. Act like you're deserving of whatever it is that you're trying to attract, whatever it is that you want to manifest, whether that's family, whether that's friends, whether that's a certain lifestyle, whether you want to live on an island, swing on a hammock and drink pina coladas all day. You figure out what makes sense to you because your boy Beans, he makes it make sense every day, daily. I want to create something where I can have like live callers calling like a radio station, but that's going to come. I also want to have some type of setup where I can do like drops and things like that. Like, you know, like round of applause, like psh, 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 have like a little soundboard, but that's to come. Literally, this is episode two. I have my microphone. I have my camera right here. I have my iPad. The microphone is set up to the audio over here on my laptop. And again, you have to start 
somewhere, but practice how you're going to perform. This is only a fraction of the things that exist in my mind. The affirmation that I have for y'all today is every day and every way I'm getting better and better. Repeat after me every day and every way I'm getting better and better. Don't just say it just to say it. Believe it. Don't just say it just to say it. Put action behind it. Every day and every way I'm getting better and better. I have to say that to myself in the mirror because if I'm not going to affirm it, who is? If I'm not going to affirm it, who's going to hold me accountable for the things that exist in my mind? For the things that exist in my spirit? For the things that exist in my creativity? I mean... Your gym trainer holds you accountable for weight loss. Your teachers might hold you accountable for your grades or your professors might hold you accountable for things like that. But who holds you accountable for your creativity? Who holds you accountable for the conversations that you don't have audibly, for the conversations that you only have internally? If no one else can hear those voices, then that leaves you to be your own accountability partner in that aspect of your life. You have to be your own accountability partner with certain things. So, again, every day and every way, I'm getting better and better. I just, I'm extremely grateful. I'm extremely grateful for everything that's to come. Again, September 1st, in a couple of days, that's the four-year anniversary of ChefBeans.com. The crazy thing is, though I made it live in 2019, I bought the domain in 2017. Before I even knew what was going to be on the Chef Beans website, I bought the domain years before. Years before. Because I just felt like I was tired of coming up with ideas and I would think of things and I would see other people do it. So once I got into that headspace where I'm like, yo, whatever makes sense, push the button on it. Boom. Bought the domain for ChefBeans.com in 2017. Didn't make it live till 2019. Now, here we are, Four Laters got a brand that's international. It's people who buy Be Intentional shirts all over the world. Got transparency that's already been seen in freaking, I think, the last time I checked, 30 countries. And it's only going to get crazier when I go on tour. Freaking first stop going to be Atlanta. Man, it's up. I'm telling y'all, it's up. But I'm not the greatest at giving myself flowers or smelling the flowers of the present so i'm going to just freaking just keep taking it one day at a time one day at a time you got me whipping out the sage such a great affirmation manifestation session tonight yes it has been the crazy thing is i haven't even been promoting to people that i'm doing this live conversation every wednesday at 7 p.m pacific time 10 p.m. Eastern time. My bad, East Coast folks. I know originally I'm from the East Coast, but this is just the time that works for me and my schedule. And again, we talked about boundaries and things like that earlier. Y'all better act like y'all know, for real. Y'all better act like y'all know. So, yes, this is when I'm going to be doing the live podcast. Um, I'm going to be switching from Instagram to YouTube, YouTube to Instagram, different things like that. But again, progression and increments I'm going to finish this, take notes, and just keep getting better and better each time. And there's going to come a time when there's three to four cameras recording this podcast or whatever TV show. But I'm saying this now as a timestamp. I'm saying it now so y'all can literally witness and be like, yo, I remember I was on episode two and he said it. 
But even this still isn't new to any of y'all because, again, y'all have heard me say this for years. Y'all have heard me say this for years, but I'm just being led. I'm being led. And I think you all, if you haven't already, um, because I am going to be wrapping up soon. If you, if any of you have a phone that has a notepad in it, I'm going to give y'all a nugget that helps me out a lot. You can pin things to the top of your notepad. I pinned a note that says things that make me happy. And I have about 10 things on there. Different things that's on my list is like strawberry shortcake ice cream, battle rap, working out, classic hood movies, um, different things like that. But you can create your own list. And I recommend doing or having something like that because what happens in a lot of people's lives when they're moving in a more impulsive way, they don't always take intentional times to breathe. But if you have a resource to kind of help you untangle when you're feeling pent up anxiety or pent up depression or pent up emotions that you don't know how to use them or know how to steer them, having a resource that positively impacts you is something great to have in arm's reach. But yeah, man, I feel <laughs> I feel great, man. This is the first time I've done a podcast in the dark. In the dark, but I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful as things will continue to elevate and continue to evolve. So if you haven't already and you looking to cop some Be Intentional merch, visit www.chefbeans.com. And I'm going to leave you all with this. Continue to be great. Continue to be mindful. But most importantly, be intentional. Intentional Consumption Podcast, Episode 2. We up. Chef Beans over and out.